Hi, I love horror. Do you? Welcome to Love Horror Podcast Episode 17. <gasps> Last time I reviewed a horror movie called Back American Backwards. I don't always do reviews. Sometimes I do trivia or various things, but lately I've been doing a few reviews. So this time I have a review for you for The Final Girls, which is a horror comedy, basically a kind of parody of slasher movies, especially Friday the 13th, and it's good. It's a comedy, to bear in mind. I've recently watched The Final Girls, and unlike some I reviewed, which are only available at the moment, perhaps in America, this is available at least in the UK as well, on iTunes, as well as America. I'm not sure what other countries it's available in, but in the UK it is available on iTunes. It's a horror comedy that was released on the 9th or the 12th in the UK of October 2015 on video on demand and I believe it also had a limited release in some theatres in America. It is a homage to my favourite horror subgenre, the 80s slasher. Unfortunately I don't know what the budget was for this film but as it is a VOD I'm sure it was relatively low. However watching it you do not get that impression. It feels reasonably high budget the movie won an award, an audience award for feature film at the Stanley Film Festival and has so far received mostly positive reviews. The following is a summary of what the movie is about taken from the iTunes page. When Max and her friends reluctantly attend an anniversary screening of Camp Bloodbath, the infamous 80s horror slasher film that scared, starred Max's late mother, They are mysteriously sucked into the silver screen. They soon realise that they are trapped inside the court classic movie and must team up with their fictional and ill-fated camp counsellors, including Max's mum as a scream queen, to battle the film's machete-wielding killer. With the body count rising in scene after iconic scene, who will be the final girl left standing to live to escape this movie? The Final Girls is a genre-bending horror comedy and that's about it for the description basically at the beginning not i'm trying not to give too many spoilers away here or any if possible but basically the main girl her mother is an actress who'd been in 80 slashers and she dies in a car crash and a few years later max who's that girl she attends a screening showing those couple movies that her mother had starred in and a fire breaks out and various you know things happen and she gets sucked into the movie along with her friends. It's not the most original idea ever. There's been plenty of movies where characters have been sucked into movies, but this is done well, most are not. It, it features something you could possibly it features everything you could possibly want from a slasher parody. A Jason ripoff wearing what looks like a tiki mask, a campsite and jokes poking a bit of fun at the genre. It does almost feel like actually watching an 80s slasher. I have seen other movies that have either attempted to parody 80s slashers themselves, or they have tried to do their own new modern slashers that feel like they're one of the classics, but for me, none of them have pulled it off until now. In the US, it has a rating of only a PG-13. In the UK, it's a 15, which... I'm not sure what difference really is between a PG and a PG-13, etc. in America. I'm guessing a PG-13 is roughly the equivalent to what we have over here in the UK of a 12. So I'm not sure why 
this movie is a 15 in the UK. Normally, we have we rate movies lower. So say a movie is a 15 in America, or whatever their equivalent is, it's normally lower, such as a 12 over here. For some reason, it seems to have worked the other way around with this movie, and I'm not sure why. Uh, anyway, whereas true most true slasher movies are an 18, or what the Americans probably call an R, but for me, this doesn't really notice too much. And in fact, sometimes I think having a rating restriction put on a movie by the company who's making it like this, this can actually work to a film's advantage. As often, I think, when a movie can't have unlimited amounts of gore and blood, they try a little bit harder with some of the other aspects, such as the storyline. And I think it ha- that may have actually been what's happened here, because it has a good storyline, good actors, good characters... Whereas some proper horror movies, it's all blood, guts, terrible storyline, terrible actors, things like that. I think sometimes when they have a restriction saying that you have to be a PG-13, you have to be a 15 or whatever, they can't have as much blood, can't have as much gore. So they actually work a bit harder in the other areas, which actually matter more, in my opinion. The Final Girls just works from the storyline and the setting to the cast and the high production value. The idea of people from the real world going into a movie is, as I mentioned earlier, not new and has been done before, but here it is done well, including the interesting take on having a girl who has lost her mother in the real world connect with her and attempt to save her and bring her back to the real world. Uh, that is a really interesting idea and it works very well. It isn't too soppy, it isn't, doesn't make it feel like a soap opera. It's done well, it's not over the top. My only real observation here is that the final girl in this movie is Max and I don't feel she really looks a part of a slasher's final girl. But maybe that is just me. Whereas Marlene Ackerman, I think I'm saying that right, who plays her mother, does look every bit the part, especially as an 80s scream queen. I can't recommend this movie enough. It has already become one of my favourite horror comedies, possibly second only to The Return of the Living Dead from 1985. I do suggest you at least go and give it a quick rent on iTunes, if nothing more, and I have my fingers crossed for a sequel. So thanks for tuning in this time, and as a reminder... This podcast is listed on the iTunes podcast directory and you can subscribe to it from there. If you have any suggestions for the next episode or just this podcast in general, then you can email me at lovehorrorpodcast at yahoo.co.uk. That's lovehorrorpodcast, all one word without the question mark, lovehorrorpodcast at yahoo.co.uk. Thanks for tuning in.